0: You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works. And give glory to your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And the light of the world is for everyone. Well, happy Thursday and welcome to day number 18 of our 21 days of prayer. Uh, So happy you guys are still with us today. Way to go. Good job. Um, And I believe that God is doing some incredible things through this series. I believe God works in amazing ways through prayer and I believe the spirit is moving and and some supernatural things can happen uh, through these times that we spend together um, praying and talking about God's word. Um, I love this passage by, or this uh, quote by Mark Batterson, where he says, never underestimate the power of a single prayer. And I believe that throughout this series that, that we are filling and saturating this, this time with prayer, not just for one of us, but for a whole church, and, and praying not just one day, but for 21 days straight for God to do some amazing things. And so I believe that God will do that through this series. So as we get in, I love the passage we're unpacking this week from Luke chapter 10. And in Luke 9, Jesus sends out the 12 disciples to do ministry. And you could say that they had a huge and high impact in that time. Uh, But then in, in Luke chapter 10, he sends out the second string or the second wave. And they're called the 72. But Jesus empowers them by appointing them to do this ministry. He chooses them to go. And he sends them two by two, not alone, but as a team. They went ahead of Jesus. And we always need to be anticipating where Jesus is about to move in the lives of people. Guys, let's be honest that the enemy doesn't want us to be a light. We've talked about that through this series. The enemy wants people to stay in darkness and wants us to be comfortable with with not sharing our faith and just living it, um, living our faith on our own. But Jesus calls us to go. And so Jesus gives the 72 a strategy for dealing with the resistance in Luke chapter 10. And in verse two, he says, the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask or pray the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. If we want to fight back, if we want to neutralize the resistance of the evil one of the enemy, here's what it's going to take. What we see from this passage is it's going to take vision and prayer. Vision and prayer. Jesus is about to send out the 72 to be a light in the darkness. He's putting them into the game. And of course, they're probably nervous. But Jesus wants them to know that they have a shot of winning. That they have this chance that the harvest is plentiful. Uh, Nothing can be more demoralizing than getting into a game and you know that there is no chance of winning. Uh, it's easy to feel like, to get overwhelmed and to get discouraged and start thinking, I'm too far behind, I'm not equipped, I'm not ready for this, I can't do it, it and, and we, we kind of lose all hope. Um, but there can be negative thinking like that, or we can believe that Jesus is, is true, it says, what, he, what he says is true about people being inclined to spiritual matters, and that the harvest is plentiful, and there's, there's tons of people out there ready to hear the gospel and have their life, changed. He says the harvest is plentiful. He's saying that there's all kinds of fruit on these trees. You know, it's not like going into a a forest and finding one little piece of fruit, but the forest is full of fruit. In other words, he's saying that you have a shot of winning. You have a, a shot of making an impact in someone's life, of changing someone's life. You can look around at the world today and look in your community or your neighborhood or your school, or your friend group, your class, whatever, and you can, you can say, I see a lot of people, but I don't think they really care about God. Or, or they, I don't think they want to hear what I have to say. Or I think they might think I'm weird or whatever. Or we can look around and, and look at all the people that we have an opportunity to impact. And we can look around and see that the harvest is plentiful And that we all live on a huge mission field to be able to share the gospel of Jesus. Whether that's in your school, in your class, or on the field, or in your neighborhood, or at your workplace, or in your friend group, wherever. The harvest is plentiful for people to have their lives changed by the gospel of Jesus. We can give people a hope and a vision of their life being changed by Jesus. The fields are ripe Harvest. And then finally, closing out, Jesus tells us to pray. Pray to God for God to work uh, to raise up more helpers. Pray for God to raise up thousands of fully devoted followers of Jesus. Pray that many will be a player, that many will become a light. Pray that God will raise up other teammates to come alongside of us. I want to close by um, saying another quote by Mark Batterson. He wrote this book called The Circle Maker, and it's all about prayer and he says this, bold prayers honor God, and God honors bold prayers. God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or boldest prayers. He is offended by anything less. If your prayers aren't impossible to you, they're insulting to God. And I think that's a challenge for all of us, that throughout this series, and as we kind of get ready to close out the series, and this, this 21 days of prayer, that we may make bold prayers, prayers, not safe prayers, but dangerous prayers that put us into this mission field to share the gospel with others, to give us opportunities to talk with someone who doesn't know Christ. I pray that we may make bold prayers as a church. So let's remember from this passage that we can overcome the resistance from the enemy uh, by having a vision and by praying. So let's pray. God, we thank you uh, for all that you do for us, and we thank you for allowing us to be in a place where the harvest is plentiful, and there are so many lives who have yet to know you and to be changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, we pray for changed lives, and, and sometimes we can just say that and it becomes mundane, but Lord, I pray that, that the lives of those in Hardin County and in and, and counties outside of Hardin County, that their, their lives may be changed by the good news of Jesus Christ, that people here at FCC may go out and, 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 um, and do the great commission of sharing your name and sharing the good news with people of all nations, in all counties, in all areas. And Lord, let us make a difference here in central Kentucky that, that starts here in E-Town and spreads throughout the whole country and even the whole world. And we know that God, you can use prayers and you use bold prayers. So Lord, let us make bold prayers that aren't just safe, easy prayers. But God, please help us to get out of our comfort zone. Please help us to be challenged and pushed to to do amazing things, God, because we know there's so much fruit out there. There's so many lives that have not yet known you. But God, let us be the first person that comes into someone's life to tell them about the good news of Jesus or to show them what a life changed by Christ looks like. Thank you for your love for us, and thank you for showing us how to do this and showing us how to make an impact in others' lives. And God, we can't do this without you, God. We need you desperately. So please be with us, and please help us to impact and grow your kingdom. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.